0: thank you pastor barry for joining me today it's so good to have a guest such as you on this podcast it's an honor and a privilege honestly so welcome to Solas and science a faith-based podcast that highlights the rationale for the christian faith we speak with leading authors pastors teachers thought leaders in judeo-christian thought sola scriptura sola fides sola gratia sola degoria welcome and these views reflect those of my guest and i as i said earlier my guest today is minister barry morris thanks for joining me today it is good to have you on just before we begin um i've known pastor barry from i was a young person really really young little boy so it's definitely a, a honor to have this person who has actually helped in mentoring me on this podcast so um just before we begin our main discussion what have been your interests and favorite topics in faith what would you say has really been something that you have been fascinated by or interested in and would you share some of those ideas
1: well of course uh david uh likewise it is, it's much my joy and honor to be here with you on this podcast uh just to share a reason why we believe yes. and the the beauty that rests in faith in the lord jesus um, i am also blessed by the wonderful man that you have become and you are becoming, mm-hmm. uh, thank God for you, uh, your family. Uh, of course, you know we go a ways back. Oh yeah, we look. Uh, uh, like like you said when you when you first came into my life, uh, you were a little short guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, you've become a gracious gentleman. I thank God for that. A favorite topics. um, I could give you it this way. Um, Being a a preacher for a little while, I, 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 there there are topics Mm -hmm. uh, using topical sermons. One time I preached on the subject: if you have the faith, Mm -hmm. God has the power. Okay, faith under the fire. Meaning mm-hmm. when you're going through uh, the curveballs that life could present to you. Or the mm-hmm. those things you do not really understand. That life is uh, just thrown your way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How to sustain your faith through those troubled times. Mm-hmm. Faith to heal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Knowing that uh, even in your sickness, having faith, uh, God is able to deliver. Mm-hmm. Of course uh, The Hall of Fame of Faith as It's normally called in Hebrews chapter 11 mm-hmm. uh, Where it gives us The definition of faith It opens the definition of faith mm-hmm. uh, By saying now faith is The substance of things hoped for And the evidence of things not seen It also expresses the importance of faith In Hebrews uh, same chapter mm-hmm. Verse 6 uh, Where it says without faith It is impossible to please him mm-hmm. Anyone that comes to God must believe that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Yep. But my favorite story of faith. Okay. Would definitely have to be with Abraham. Okay. Right. Now, we have a conflict going on. as Okay. The All right. And the conflict here is this. God promised Abraham that he would give him a son. Mm-hmm. And this seed. Would be a blessing to all nations and um and, and and lofty, lofty promises God gave to Abraham concerning this son. Okay. Now, of course, you know, Abraham you know, just did some things that he should not have done. Got involved in mm-hmm. listening to his wife, got involved with the maid of the house or the domestic engineer of the house, okay. uh, so to speak, and they ended up Bearing a child. Yes. And uh, that was not God's plan.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: was for him and Sarah to have this child. Yes. And uh, finally, they did have the child. The child was born, good young man, Isaac. hmm And now, here it is. God gave him the promise. He believed. hmm Because in the book of Romans, he says he staggered not at the promise of God, so he was strong in faith and so he believed God now God tells him to carry the son to the mount to sacrifice him Mm -hmm. Uh, here is the conflict Mm -hmm. if God you promised me a son Mm -hmm. and this is now the son of promise now you're asking me to kill him Right? Yeah. Where's the problem? How is this promise going to be actualized if my son is dead? Yeah. I mean, I think these are normal questions that anybody would ask, you know, and probably we'd, we'd be, you know, um, we'd be conflicted in ourselves. Those who deem themselves as Pentecostals would probably be walking around the walls rebuking Satan from every direction because the messages are conflicting. Yeah. This is supposed to be my son of promise. And now this voice is telling me mm-hmm. to make my son a sacrifice. Yeah. And so uh, it's got to be Satan talking to me. It's got to be the devil speaking to me and telling me to kill my son. Mm. But look at faith. Abraham, in obedience to God's word, carries his son to the mountain The son gives him what I call a, a shocker because it would seem, from how the scriptures are written, that this young man was already accustomed, young um, boy was already accustomed to Abraham making sacrifices uh, okay. unto the Lord.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. So when they were getting, to, so when they were getting to the mountain top, uh, Isaac said to him, "I see the wood," because you know Abraham is making the place ready for a sacrifice.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: "I see the wood." You know, I, I, see all the articles that we need to make the altar. says, but I don't see a sacrifice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and so Abraham says, you know, uh, the Lord always has a ram in the thickets. Yeah. And, uh, he put the boy on the altar. And this even shows you the obedience of Isaac. I mean, because Isaac was no longer a baby. He was, uh, you know, Young his teenage years there about. Yeah. yeah. And for him to lay himself on the altar, to be sacrificed in the first place until God had to intervene and stop Abraham from killing him. What that speaks of is faith against faith. Because the same God that promised you the son Mm -hmm. is the same God who promised that or who said that you must slay the son. Mm -hmm. And somehow you must still believe that this same God who promised you the son, and the God that is telling you to slay the son, is the same God who will fulfill the promises that He told you concerning your son.
0: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it brings up an important idea that the plan of God remains no matter what may run through our minds or what rationale may go in our minds. The plan of God remains. God is sovereign, and He sees Correct. the end from the beginning.
1: So that, the that's beginning from the end. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. So so He saw the whole scope. Abraham, course, Abraham saw what's happening at an instance. of course he couldn't see in the future he may have had right. ideas of the future but God knew what the future was going to bring yeah so yeah that's that's good so what led you to become a minister what, what was drawing you to become a minister would you say it was a call from a young age what, what led you to become a minister and why did you choose to become a minister
1: well, I'll tell you At the age of 7 years old I was converted I mm-hmm. gave my heart to the Lord 7 years old And while at the altar mm-hmm. uh, I felt I sensed And I heard okay. The call mm-hmm. uh, Of God to be To, to pastor
2: mm-hmm.
1: And of course I'm 7 years old And um I go, I get up, I'm, I'm, in tears. I tell my mother, I said, um, I, I gave my heart to the Lord. And I, I said, the Lord called me to, uh, to preach. Mm-hmm. I walked, she says, well go and tell the pastor. So I went, um, to the pastor, uh, it was pastor Arnold Williams at the time. Mm-hmm. Big, tall man. Mm-hmm. Tall as but six, three, six, four. Whoa. 250, 260 pounds. He was well, quite a man. Yeah. And um, I said to him, I said, I said Pastor, I said, I gave my holidays tonight, and, and the Lord called me to preach and to pastor. Mm-hmm. And he lifted me up. Well wow. And he swung me around, just spinning around in circles. Mm-hmm. This is in front of the congregation. This is why church is going on. Okay. And tears coming down his eyes and he just kept repeating, preach and pastor, preach my son, pastor. Mm -hmm. He said it over and over again. And he was, and the members of the church at the time, you know, all of the singing stopped, everything stopped and everyone was just in tears. And you know, at the same time rejoicing over what I had now realized God called me to be. Okay. And you know, uh, in those days, the, there was two things going on. The leadership hmm. was very interested in young people serving the Lord, yeah. and the young people, uh, even the children, as I was at the time, uh, were very uh, pliable okay. Uh, okay. to take on whatever mentoring was going on. Okay. We we were open to it, teachable, and exactly. And so as I grew. I was given responsibilities in the local church to carry out at the age of 12. I was appointed as a free literature representative responsible for all church literature. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, the, and could you imagine at 12 years old, I'm filling out applications for people to sign up for church magazines? I, I'm going to the post office. Doing wire transfers and all this kind of thing at 12 years old, and um, you know, going into doctors and lawyers' offices and asking them to allow for our uh, literature to be placed in the waiting area for their customers when or clients when they come in, they have something to read. And so, quite an awesome responsibility for a 12-year-old. Yeah, Um, they keep all the track boxes, add the necessary. Uh, literature in them at airports mm-hmm. and other places, and uh, so it was it was quite an awesome deal. Then, uh, at the age of 16,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, we had uh, I used to assist um, uh, Bishop Joseph Hall. Okay. Uh, at uh, well, he was in the bishop then. He was evangelist Joseph
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Hall. He was the youth director. Okay. And I used to, I used to accompany him. On street services He and I Just two of us
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would play the keyboard He would sing
2: mm-hmm.
1: And one day While driving Toward the site where We were going to have The street service mm-hmm. He said okay These past three weeks I've been singing uh, He said you've been singing And I've been preaching He said but today mm-hmm. I'm going to sing And you're going to yeah. preach Yeah that's, good. So that's let's good Let's talk about Let's talk about On the job On the spot training yeah. Uh, so uh, we got there. We set up, we set up the keyboard. Like he said, he sung, mm. and Then he introduced me as the preacher. Mm-hmm. I preached that day. I don't quite remember what kind of a sermon it was. God help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was more important is that young men came and we prayed. And mm-hmm. They gave their hearts to Jesus. What an introduction that was. Yeah. Uh, to uh, the, the, the work of the ministry, and then shortly thereafter, uh, I became a worker in the youth department. Uh, by 19, I was youth pastor for the local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what I saw happening with my pastor and the younger ministers in the church was something that I longed for. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be used by God, just as I saw them being used by God. Mm-hmm. Their commitment to Christ was what I wanted for me likewise
0: representation Uh,
1: yeah the way they they handled God's people Mm -hmm. and people in general uh, was the way I wanted of course you know I was brought up in a home of service my mother uh, you know bless her heart Uh, children could put some pressure on you Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) you know Monday mornings when it's school time uh, I'm the last of five children Mm -hmm. And every one of my siblings Mm. would have their classmates come to our house. First thing Monday morning, it's breakfast time. This actually this would carry on throughout the week. And mom would cook and feed. I mean, our house would have up to 80 children in any, any given morning, any given school morning. And she's cooking breakfast for everybody. Yeah. And she's feeding everyone before we go to school. That's, powerful. Know, um, That's powerful. Yeah, we were we were taught uh, we would have to go through our closet and take out clothes. Uh, you couldn't take out any of the worn out, and beat up stuff. Mm-hmm. You take out good clothes, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yes,
1: yeah, and package that and wash it and, it and prepare some... it before you give exactly. it away. Exactly, yeah. Give it to somebody who is in need. So that our life was like that. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I got married, my sisters-in-law. They had this joke going, telling my wife that when she comes home, she's going to meet the sofa, she's going to meet the bed, she's going to meet everything gone because somebody's going to tell me they need a sofa or a bed, and <laughs> I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, benevolence. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> Benevolence, that's funny. And I, 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 and I, I am that way. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. It, it pains me to see somebody who is in need mm-hmm. and uh, of course nothing being done. And so uh, beyond that, you know, David, I, I also started a a nonprofit okay, yeah. that those things because. a foundation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it, it helped because you know some the way the some organizations are spiritually, you know our you have your commitments to the organization. This has to be this amount has to go for this. Right. This amount has to go for that.
2: Yes, uh, and so money is
1: yeah. is properly allocated. Yeah. Uh And so I, it was in my mind, because it's so heavy on my heart, I said, this is what I'll do. I'll start a non-profit. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to bother uh, with funds that are allocated. I will raise monies to do what I have to do to help people who are in need. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you bring up a lot of key points, Pastor by a lot of key points. You know, this concept of representation, you know, the fact that you're able to see people who you can aspire to be like, that brings up a powerful idea and also mentorship, responsibility, and how people don't just wake up and say, uh, typically, people don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be a minister. And then two hours later, they're a full fledged minister practicing and preaching the gospel. Right. It takes time. Right. And that's the case. It's a in, process. Yes, a process. And that's the case in, in all careers. You know, anything right. that grows fast, the only thing I know that happens fast is diseases.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. things take goes, time. Goes.
0: Go as yeah. fast, don't last. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but things take time. If you, if for example, if you don't just throw up, and bring it closer into what we're going to talk about today, you don't just throw the mango seed next day you're picking a whole bushel or a whole basket full of mangoes, eh? It takes time. Right. It takes it time. It takes time. Exactly. Yeah. So how have you been able to persevere during challenging moments such as the hurricane and also the pandemic as a minister and also, if I may add, you serve in other in the customs department as well as a customs worker. So a customs officer yeah. to buy vocational, which is the case for a lot of ministers in the Bahamas.
1: Um, but mm. how have you
0: been able to persevere during challenging times?
1: It's it's tough. Um, yeah, that's fair. But you it know is- in in the ministry this is the way I was taught it. And this is the way I believe it. Likewise, God is first. Right. Others is second, and yourself last. Okay. Um, I do not go at the first of the, and I, I teach this in my local church. Likewise, um, as a minister, you 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 you're, you're, you're in tune with God. You're in tune. You want to be in tune with the heart of God. Secondly. You want to look at the needs of of people. Uh the apostle Paul, when he wrote in Philippians chapter two, I believe, he said, Look not on the things of yourself, look on the things of others.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh things of others, not being nosy to see what I can say about David, whatever David lacks. But I look in David's life to see what David is lacking, mm-hmm. and then I am there to be of substance and and uh benefit to David uh likewise when we look at the the behavior of the early church in the book of acts mm-hmm. the bible said that they they held all things common mm-hmm. there was no lack there was no lack among them and truth be told anyone th- there should be no lack among those that are in the body of christ mm-hmm. because they' are sufficient for all mm-hmm. and so i i look and i you know when you when you go around and there's some things that i i that are Personal to me, mm-hmm. because I believe that people should, uh, you know, after a devastation like a hurricane,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, people's roofs are blown off, mm-hmm. uh, homes are, dev- are absolutely demolished. I mean, just in a horrible state, they have nothing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you y- you see the horror and the terror that they're facing. You know, don't don't know what t- step to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're there and you, you empathize with that situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But now here it is. Something has to kick in.
0: Mm-hmm. Arise to build.
1: That com- yeah, that, that, that compassion mm-hmm. that Jesus felt when he looked on the multitude and saw that they were hungry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His compassion kicked in. When compassion kicks in, something has to be done. Yes, exactly. And so the people already lost everything. They already feel uh, a sense of uh, How should I say this
0: Despair uh, To be honest Yeah
1: you. despair Inferiority mm-hmm. uh, I, I I don't allow people To come To where we're at To stand on a long line For a meal I, You would never see that I would I will never allow for that My thing is We cook the meal And we bring it to where you're at yeah, We meet you where you are Where you are and it is to give, allow people to have a sense of uh, that my my, my human yeah my human dignity yeah, has not dignity. been marred, yeah, by, not the been by the circumstance, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember we were we were driving around because you know I go an all out search, yeah. we look, really looking for people, yeah. uh, and so we
0: of the lost really,
1: sheep. Really been, yeah, when we when we went, there was this corner. Through this corner, this, this they, they were giving out food and tarp and some, some other things. And mm-hmm. when we got to the where the front of the line was, I asked the driver to just carry me really, really slow. When we got to the gate, the gentleman came to the gate and says, "There's no more. There's not anything. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's about 98 degrees." Mm-hmm and this lady is standing at this gate with her three children she's next in line Mm -hmm. only to be told that's it there's nothing else uh can be given oh and uh so we we drove off and my heart wouldn't let me Mm -hmm. you know the vehicle was moving but my heart was with that woman and so i told the driver i said spin around let's go back And while we were driving through that corner uh, again, mm-hmm. she was coming toward the truck through we were in. Mm-hmm. And I I told her, I said, Mom, I, I jumped out of the truck. I said, Come, come go with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I guess I should not have said it that way. I should have said more like, Hello, um, I'm Barry Morris. I'm a pastor. Yeah, but you and, saw uh, you like the, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I. Your I, was I, in I, the right I, place. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just said to her, I said, come, come on in the truck. Let's mm-hmm. go, yeah. you know. And she came in she, she gave him the drug and someone was waiting for her so she just told him to come along follow us mm. and drove we went to where we were where we packaged our goods mm. and we we packaged up some stuff and we gave that i said listen anytime you need just call me give my number for to come back i just felt you know she, she was crying man you know I where am I with my three children i don't okay. have anything else yeah. And so we gave her all of the, the, the 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 pampers that she needed, whatever she needed for the children. We gave her food. As a matter of fact, we turned around and we had to deliver some of it for her. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. my thing was take whatever you need. Yeah. Um, and so that's that that's that's a passion of mine because you know it's services like this. If you were in that predicament, well,
0: exactly. how
1: you want to be handled? Exactly, you know, that's freely give,
0: freely receive.
1: Exactly, and so yeah. that's that's my approach to anyone that I'm going to provide service to. I put myself in their shoe. How yeah. I uh, so the, the 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 actual traveling through, you know, I mean, I was in darkness. Uh, you know, uh, I had to, and I these were six a.m. to eight p.m. days that we were out in the communities Working. giving out food and making sure that people had. Yeah. And of course, you know. Taking care of my family, making sure that they're okay, um, even, but my family was involved in it. So my children, though they were at the time, uh, six and eight, they were involved helping me along with yeah, the well, others cool. put packages together. And that yeah. wasn't, that was intentional because just as my mother taught me yeah. to serve others, yeah. as a father, I'm responsible to teach them likewise how to serve others. That's and true. so, uh, while you we were going through a rough patch, it was still a teachable moment. Yeah, good nah, um, that's good. So, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's and so sometimes, and sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we're so busy complaining about the things that we do not have. We don't understand. We can take these moments that we do have in times of struggle uh, when you're going through the rough passages. These are actually times that we can take to teach um, our children, teach our families,
0: oh, teach our friends.
1: How yes. To how to persevere? How to have faith? How to believe God? Oh, oh Look at the, the rough... distance
0: and see the sunset. See the sunrise.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the the rough patches are only for a while. It's temporal. Uh, even though it feels forever. Yeah. It's 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 so it's so gonna pass. Yeah. And uh, but you learn how to you learn how to make it. I, I my mother, uh, one what happened when I went in the 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 storm, I mean, just totally. Uh, obliterated our power system here and on the island mm. my mother said to us uh, go to the bushes get me some um, some sticks mm. and branches mm. and bring them for me to burn mm. uh, she says I gotta show you, she said this is my time now I'm gonna show you what to do exactly. and mm. we went and uh, we're there we're trying to light these um, branches mm. and they're not lighting Mm. They're not, they're not, the fire wouldn't light on them. Mm-hmm. And so she came, she says, no, no, no. You can't use this word. You can't use that word. You can't use that one. And she begins to explain mm. these hold water. moisture yeah. still in this. Mm-hmm. So you could strike a match all you want. Mm-hmm. It's not going to light. Yeah. And then she began to carry, and she began to choose the the the, 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 the trees to break the branches off of it. And to pick up branches that were on the ground, mm. she said these are the ones you use. Yeah. And she set them up together and first strike fire. Yeah. And then she began to show us how to cook the meal. And the, the worst cup of tea I ever had was I tried doing my own and um, had the pot open while the
2: fire, fire was
1: burning. Fire. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and not remembering to cover up the pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what I thought was Lipton and Tea ended up being Ash Tea. Yeah, because,
0: charcoal and yeah, that.
1: yeah, because you tasted all of the, the charcoal and the, the, the fire it. But it was a learning experience. And it was a time where she was able to tell us about her growing up in a, on a remote island and how they prepared foods and, and that kind of thing. And so it's, it's now a learning moment. And so we're learning how to survive.
0: Constantly but learning. We're
1: also, we're also connecting with one another. Yeah. And so through those rough passages
0: that's a good one that's a good one
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, 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 of life mm-hmm. that's what it brings about uh, rough passages that we should not separate us mm-hmm. but it should bring us closer because now what's happening We're sharing, we're learning uh, and we only have you know in, in, in on, on a Sunday, you know how it is in the Bahamas mm-hmm. some people they're cooking two sets of meats and uh, they got rice they got the baked macaroni you got the coleslaw, potato the salad you got all kinds of things going on but now in the rough passenger's menu, you can only do probably one tin of tuna mm-hmm. and some grits yeah. and, and a little bit of rice uh, with that and you got to share that yeah, that little that you have it brings you closer together and so that's, that's, that's what, and that's what happened, uh, for me and my family. You know, at nighttime, there, there's, there's no electricity. You can't watch television. So what do we it? do?
2: Yeah.
1: We sit together, we talk, we sing, we pray, yeah. we share stories, things that we found funny mm-hmm. growing up in our childhood. And my son still reminds me, and as well as my daughter, they have elephant memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so they remind me of some of the things that you have been sharing. During those times in the complete darkness, yeah. what does that do? You're building memories, you're yeah. building beautiful um, uh, thoughts, and you're getting closer to one another. You're getting closer to God yeah. because you're praying, yeah. and you're stimulating faith. Yeah, you know, yeah that's good. You know,
2: good.
1: So it's, it's it's a beautiful thing. So that's that's pretty much how we made it through the storm. Through the pandemic, it was the same way. Uh yeah. pandemic was a little more tough <laughs> uh mm-hmm. because you know you're you're not you, you can't move you know lockdowns and you you know um and in particular, I was actually working on another island while the pandemic was going on
2: mm-hmm.
1: and remember. so yeah, it would have been six months, seven months before I touched my children or touched my wife mm-hmm. uh, and you know there was these moments where they would lift uh, it for a weekend. Think,
0: yeah, a weekend or something. Yeah, like that. yeah and remember. then shut
1: you back down on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and so when they had one of those weekends, I said to the wife, I said, I said, get on the plane and come now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came, and they were there for weeks mm-hmm. with me because that Monday it was a lockdown again, so they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it was it was you know beautiful moments that we shared and and you know. And you, some, you know, during that time, a lot of Maharajas were experiencing rough times because mm-hmm. either the, the father was always on the go and didn't want to spend time being locked down with wife and children, children being irritable and up to mischief, just breaking the other thing going on. And so, uh, some people were having stress during that time. For me, mm-hmm. It was a joy me too uh, me,
0: me too yeah. I started the
1: podcast I, I
0: started writing books I mean you know yeah you know it, it was Correct. a joy but you yeah. go ahead go ahead.
1: Yeah I started you know of course at that time and um, I, I, it, it accelerated my um, college time because mm-hmm. you know doing my uh, doctoral degree uh-huh. there was so much writing to do um, and that gave me a lot of time to do it gave me a lot of time to organize reorganize mm-hmm. some aspects of the way I do the ministry mm-hmm. and uh to 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 talk with God to, to hear from the Lord to get into his word to find out what direction he's sending me and how because you know as you go along you, you know you should be improving on what you do yeah you craft
0: so I, you should be improving yeah, your craft
1: exactly the fruit of so, the
0: spirit
1: um, yeah, yeah exactly i got a keyboard uh got my keyboard and i started practicing on my keyboard a little more you know i i, I began to do serious teachings on the family mm-hmm. uh and I, it's, it's that it's going to mushroom into a book mm-hmm. and so uh as a matter of fact i wrote a book yeah uh, and, so, a, and
0: we're going to work together the publisher as well
1: yeah certainly <laughs> yeah, and yeah so the the the, the actual um you know, thought patterns and okay, and you know, you you start to go back into your life. You start to go, wow, I just can't believe this incredible thing was happening. I take uh, notice yeah. of it, yeah. and so you begin, you know, wonderful things.
0: You know, we honor oh, God so
1: by be, remembering well. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's so why you bring up a lot of things. And see, this is the thing that if if you take nothing away from this episode, this is the thing I want people to understand. The Christian faith perspective, and also Christ Himself, gives us the capacity to persevere through hard times. We able yes, to not we just we are not just we, we don't just like muster up some will or muster up some optimism. It's a whole framework, a whole mentality, a whole skill set, a whole grace that comes into play for our lives during this time. And, that's... and I
1: like I like I like what you said just now. You call it a grace. Yeah. You know I, I hear. Christians talk about, you know, think positive. Surround yourself with positive people. Uh mm-hmm. that kind of talk, in my view, should never be the talk of a Christian.
0: Yeah, because the thing is with positivity,
1: if positivity doesn't have a root, it dies. You know, we talk yeah. grace, we mm-hmm. talk faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's we talk and, virtues like, and fruit and, of the spirit. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know, yeah. sometimes you know you hear you know, we, we see it on television where Christianity, uh, is presented as, a, a, a uh, yeah Happy Milwaukee. Yeah,
0: happy Milwaukee. Yeah, you
1: know, you're free, from, cream. Yeah, you're, 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 you're free from all troubles. You're free from all trials. And, you know, nothing. That's not comes to you.
0: That's not realistic.
1: Yes. Listen, we live in a broken man, world. Yeah. yeah. And Job said it any man that's born of a woman, have been a few days, and they're full of trouble. We have trouble, you know. Yes, right? so you, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you think you you solving one problem and you open up a, an alabaster box to more problems. Yeah. You know, um, you think you you've overcome this trial and another trial is waiting you.
0: Yes, capacity um, building experiences. You, yes, yeah, you go through a so, hard time and it teaches you, it gives you the strength to deal with the other one.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's it. And so it's a constant journey, it's a constant fight, it's a constant battle. Uh but the reality is many are the afflictions the righteous. But the Lord delivers us mm-hmm. out of them all. Yeah. And so but through that process yeah. of the process. affliction, mm-hmm. you know, uh that through that process of the trials, so that you learn more of, if you're not learning more about God, there's something you're not doing correctly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It should be so inevitable. Correct. And thing, and this is the thing, you know, we may we may win or lose some battles, but the war is already won. Jesus Christ won the war. Correct. The war, it's finished. Correct. The victory is already established. Yeah. And,
1: yeah sometimes, Sometimes, yeah. reality, sometimes you feel defeated.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it looks that's like true.
1: You're being defeated. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we, can, and we can take a page out of Jesus's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when, when Jesus, Jesus doing so much miraculous things. And you know the disciples probably felt that they were you know some of them were uh from the ghettos of uh Israel, and so uh they they felt when they saw Jesus operating in so many marvelous ways, we got the champion on our side, mm. and now Jesus goes down and what is what looks like i mean a horrible defeat mm. to the point that he's not defending himself Isaiah said that he was led us a... Uh, sheep before his shares is dumb and he opened out his mouth so he didn't even de- he, didn't, he didn't even defend himself and um, so disciples scattered mm-hmm. they scattered I when they scattered um, Peter even denied him because you know no one wants to be connected to a loser you know mm-hmm. we all want to be on the winning side
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is even though when we go through our process and our trials mm-hmm. quote unquote our crucifixions, we look like the loser you know it looks like we're going down but there's a third day there's a third day where Mm -hmm. you know Jesus got up Mm -hmm. and Jesus rose victoriously uh, and now he is demonstrating to us that he has victory and that's our story too yeah Yeah, that's our story too yeah. you will have victory over the trials you, mm-hmm. you you will have you will have victory over the battles god will make you victorious some fights are one day some fights are one week some fights are one month some are one year some are a few years
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh but you are going to win
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh you are going to experience the victory you're going to get that overcoming grace mm-hmm. and even through your even through your battles you can smile you can laugh job lost everything the bible says even in the midst of his sorrow shaved his head tore his garment threw himself on the ground what did he say the bible said that he worshiped the lord saying that the lord give it the lord take it away blessed be the name of the lord so even in the midst of crisis Mm -hmm. there's still opportunity there's still a way out to praise god and so it's, it's amazing
0: yeah, so yeah, that brings us into uh, one of the things we're going to talk about today. You know, it looks like you may be down, just like with the seed. It looks like you're covered up. It looks like you're in darkness. But what uh-huh. is the seed doing? The seed is becoming radical, so the root is going down. The radical is going down, and the pumule, the shoot is coming up. Coming it up, tick- right? Yeah, yeah. So it's becoming radical and it's growing. It's part of the growth process. So Pastor Barry, you know, today we're going to be talking about the fruit of the spirit. So as we as we start the are we, in the middle it, of this conversation. Something you-
1: Something beautiful happened to me when you were talking just now, you know. Okay. You, come, you cover that seed, mm-hmm. and everything on top of that seed is a killer. Mm-hmm. But that seed is using its adverse circumstances to spring up to be a tree mm-hmm. to bring forth fruit. Yeah. You know, and so uh, allow your circumstances, mm-hmm. allow those things that uh, seemingly, uh, want to destroy you. Mm-hmm. There's nutrients somewhere in there, yeah, exactly, to cause you to spring forward to be the beautiful tree, the fruit bearing tree mm-hmm. that God wants you to be, exactly.
0: Because you know, we are in his hand, so there's no no aspect or no area of our lives where it can't be orchestrated for good. There's not, not a circumstance where we can't find in God some good in the circumstance, correct? Yeah, correct. So, um, my question to you is. Where do you see the connection between agriculture and the fruits of the Spirit? We just talked about the seed. Where else do you see it? And the fruit of the Spirit. Where else do you see a connection between agriculture and the fruit of the Spirit?
1: Well, of course, um, the the fruit of the Spirit as is you know, The fruit of the Spirit is probably located in two places in New Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Galatians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galatians um, chapter 5. five
0: Verses 23. Right, 22 and to 23, yeah.
1: And Ephesians chapter five. Okay. Uh, is, is where it talks about the fruit of And so, when we talk about a fruit, we definitely know that something has to be planted first. The yes. Has, has to be planted first. And so the connection is seed planting. The the, the 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 seed being provided, and the soil being, and all of the other nutrients go along with it being ready or unable at the point of seed being put into the ground mm-hmm. to cause its development, to cause it to to bear, to, to rise and bear fruit. And so it is agriculture. There was a elderly man uh, that lived Behind our, our house, Marksville, I was growing up. Where, really, I was growing up in his name was Mister Cox. Mister Cox, he had a rough time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, in the ground where he was
2: still in planting
1: rock. his, uh, of course, in the Bahamas we call it papaw,
2: uh-huh.
1: but, a papaya. Uh, of course, papaya, yeah, uh, proper yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, and so the, he, would, he had, he had. Four trees, he had uh, sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. he had onions, got mm-hmm. a mango tree, mm-hmm. mango trees. Um, I mean, he just had a lush garden, sugar cane, all this kind of thing. Now, mm-hmm. I noticed that with the cox, every year, he would light a fire, burn that soil before he went into planting. And I, I wonder why why, why is Mr. Cox always I mean, of yeah, course you know the whole neighborhood now everybody gonna close up their windows because the smoke is coming in. Why why we do this? Why, why do this? Yeah, everybody know, close up the window. Yeah, Mr. Cox. Why do you see Mr Cox on in that backyard? You know, is it close the windows, do not hang out any clothes on a clothesline line because that's funny is gonna start it's gonna start a fire. Yeah, that's funny uh but of course talking with him and some elders the ground the soil was coarse yeah and somehow burning the, the soil made the soil it, it loosen it up so that the seed could be planted in the yeah. ground
0: so that's slash and burn farming and also that's, that's a technique that they use in agriculture sometimes slash and burn
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so after after he would burn uh, the soil for a little and he just let it burn out so mm-hmm. the fire burned until burned it stopped mm-hmm. and then he would take his uh, rake as it were mm-hmm. or some tilling uh, tool mm-hmm. and he would get then he would begin to turn that soil and turn that soil and turn that soil. All of it just that. Nutrient recycling. Correct. And then he would cut ground when he was doing the corn. Uh he would put the the corn uh in the ground. He would do peas the same way. Uh the papaw seeds the same way. And of course, you know, not every um plant is the same is the same every seed is not planted the same way. Exactly. Personalized. Some, Some some seeds you have to allow allow to dry out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like corn, right? Because if you put it in the ground and in its uh, refreshed state, mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, so some seeds you allow to dry, and so, but you would see him in that. Yeah, I mean, all from early morning, he's mm-hmm. there putting those seeds in the ground and uh, allowing that fallow ground, uh, so to speak, that coarse ground after he would have burnt it, now becomes pliable, mm-hmm. and that he could begin to. Uh, Till that soil. So now, the soil now is ready to receive seed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That is our hearts. Yeah. yeah. And so, the word of God is the seed. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, um, Hosea says to us that we got to break up our fallow ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the hard and coarse ground. Break it mm-hmm. up. Uh, And so when your heart is tender toward the Lord Mm -hmm. and the word of God, which is the seed of God being planted into your heart, Mm -hmm. fruit bearing is inevitable should be an inevitable yeah
0: it's true and this yeah. is the thing I, I heard a story I was listening to Tim Keller he's a leader in Christian thought um, uh, in the Presbyterian Church and other areas too when it comes to rationale and reasoning um, he made the story he cited the story you had this acorn this acorn and this marble hmm. this brick of marble this acorn under this brick of marble and he was like who, who do you wh- what's the competition Who's you win who do you think would win and he was like the acorn will definitely. me because after a period of time, the acorn grows and grows and becomes this big tree that eventually split the big right. tree of marble. And he said, so if that, that botanical botanical uh, incident um, with that acorn, if that could occur with just a natural seed, even so, with the spiritual seed, the Word of God. The yes. power of the Word of God. Yes. The incorruptible seed. So he, he used that, and I think that's a good story to keep in mind, because I think The agricultural metaphor Is a a consistent It's consistent throughout the scripture From the Old Testament to the New Testament And I think that is also In my mind is a means of grace Because we can see an example We can look at creation and see instances Where God's grace um, Could be represented in our own lives So that's that's that So you know um, As we start to conclude What advice would you give to someone Considering a career in the ministry
1: pray Mm -hmm. pray Mm -hmm. pray that's good yeah you gotta pray first Uh, prayer you know there's a familiar saying that prayer changes things Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but prayer has a profound effect on the prayer exactly Uh, and in most cases the one who is doing the changing Is the prayer. Mm -hmm. That one who comes to God, uh, consistently seeking God. Listen, I'm not talking about, you know, you want a job, you want a house, you want a car, that kind of thing. But that one who you, you want to be transformed into the image of God. You want to be that person, uh, that reflects reflects Christ. Yes. They see the love of God. They see the grace of God just emanating from you. They see the fruit of the spirit. And so the, the, the reality is God one who has that mindset. Mm-hmm. Pray and ask God to, to give you what it is you need. You know, the, the, the scripture says delight yourself mm-hmm. in the Lord mm-hmm. and He will give you the desires of your heart. Now many people think by uh, well, the way I, I teach it at least people normally believe that when you delight yourself in the Lord, anything you want, that's what God is going to give to you. Mm-hmm. I teach you this way. When you delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. So the desires that are in your heart, mm-hmm. He will give it to you. Yeah. He gives you the desires. See, mm-hmm. because the more we come to God, we yield ourselves to Him. Mm-hmm. He's putting desires into our heart. He's placing it there, and he's placing it there so that the fruit
0: mm-hmm. represent can him. be displayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his purpose can be expressed.
1: I, yeah. You know, filled. from the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, from the beginning, there are fruit-bearing trees in the garden.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So the Lord was definitely interested in agriculture. Exactly. He was definitely, and he was definitely interested in fruit, and you know, because fruits have so many um, good yeah. things yeah. for the body you know and
0: the capacity to reproduce is even in the fruit
1: it's in the fruit
0: yeah yeah, yeah I have to tell you how powerful the, the seed is exactly it, not, not exactly. Just, it not just, doesn't just produce in an instance but it produces and it, it's, what it produces can be repeated correct yeah correct yeah, yeah. that's powerful so, that's good yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah thank you so what advice was given to you that's helpful to you in the ministry today so what advice from a minister or uh, to this day that you think about even when you interact with people as you go about preparing your sermons, which you probably we could talk about
1: later on. Um what advice, that app- I, I, advice that I would give?
0: You have received well,
1: I received oh, oh yeah, uh, pl- I've plenty of that. Yeah. Plenty of advice, plenty of instructions, plenty of you know. Mm-hmm. Um my I remember my when I when I first became so, so awesome? for to be a minister. I was okay. nineteen years old. 19 years old and I um, passed he, pu- he pulled me in his office
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we began to have this discussion mm-hmm. and he says I noticed from a child we've been steadily growing in grace mm-hmm. he says what I want you to do is I want you to take your time yeah and he said to me he said many people started out with him mm-hmm. he says, they gave their hearts to Jesus tonight they went to the store the next day bought the biggest Bible they could possibly purchase and they've taken the world for Jesus
0: mm-hmm.
1: and halfway along the journey they burn out they, yeah. yeah and so the it's just like uh, another uh, scenario was given to me by Bishop Neville Dane mm-hmm. talking but he used it in the form of preparing a meal okay he said if you turn the fire if you turn the heat up on the stove to its maximum and you put um, some a piece of meat in that pot
2: mm-hmm.
1: he says you will burn that meat but the center of it will still be in its raw state so the meat ain't done it's burnt mm-hmm. But it's not done. Yeah. He says, "But when you want a piece of meat that is well cooked, well prepared, there has to be a
0: consistent
1: heat that allows all the flavorings of that yeah. meat come out to to marinate for it to yeah." yeah. yeah. And he says sometimes meat sometimes the, 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 the scent of the meat where it's so rich, so, so sweet. You can smell it before you taste it. Yeah. So he's saying that's how you gotta be as a minister. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the people who are and, and it's the same concept. They turn the stove up, they are blazed. Yeah. The only thing they're doing is burning themselves up. Exactly. When you when you check, they're still not well cooked, they're not well trained, they're not well developed. Mm-hmm. You know, they just Instant five 30, 30 seconds, hot, mm. twenty seconds later, cold. And hard know. and not good. Uh, thank you. And so it needs to be a con like your, your walk with the Lord needs to be a measured, consistent or a habit Yeah. Until it's it's just it it becomes almost routine. Mm. A it's lifestyle it's, you know this is the way I live this is the way I live this is the way I live because a minister is who you are yeah okay forget the label okay and uh a minister of course, just brother being Dave. a servant right yeah. you see my brother David was, was was big on that because he always says people should mark you by how you function
0: how you treat people
1: yeah so not a title given to you and then you're trying to live up to a title hmm you should have been living in a particular way before the time was to, given. Yeah. yeah, for people to say, you see, David, David is a minister of the gospel. David is a deacon. David is pastoral mm-hmm. because they see it in you. They see it coming out of you, the way you interact with people, the way you carry yourself. That's
0: what re- really matters, nice, you know? Yeah. It's not all these elocutions, and you know, it's not, and even the thing is, even as a person of science and a person of faith, you know, it's not how erudite or how academic or how well-sounding you can appear to be. And if if you don't treat people well, what's the point? What's the point?
1: What's the Cor- point? What is the point?
0: Yeah. What are you, what what are you trying to point? achieve? What are you trying to achieve? Yeah. Yeah. But thanks, Pastor Brian for joining me today. It was so good to have you on as a guest. Thanks for joining I'm us so- today.
1: I am so glad I am so yeah. glad to have the invitation uh, it's always good spending time with you I love spending time with you in any event uh, I, I really appreciate this opportunity thank you for considering me
0: yeah so thanks for joining us today it was so good uh, once again this is the New Chemist Companies Solars and Science where we highlight the rationale for the Christian faith leading books authors and thought leaders in Judeo Christian thought Sola Scriptura Sola Fide, Sola Gratia Sola Digoria welcome thank you and these views reflect those of my guests and I.